Merry Christmas, shippers! <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to our Christmas-themed episode where we are talking about Buddy and Jovi from Elf. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Hi, everyone, and Merry Christmas. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Devin, ho, ho, ho. Uh, and we are from <laughs> the We Should Be Podcast. And She's we dead. just love you guys so much. I am dead because I just got my baby to sleep. So that took me a little Yay. bit. But uh, it's been a great day and a great holiday season. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to discuss Buddy and Jovi with you all from Elf, which Elf is now considered a classic. When I was younger, I felt like it was kind of a newer Christmas movie, but now yes. it's definitely a classic. So I know that's exciting. I know. Uh, it's funny because like we grew up with the new age movie mm-hmm. of like Polar Express. Yep. And then we were introduced to uh, the new Christmas movie of the elf of elf. So like there's these newer movies that we were growing up with. That were like, now ah, they're classics. And now they're like instilled in us and they're classics. Well, um, I was watching, so I was going through all the different streaming services to find which Christmas movies I wanted to watch with Jane. Mm. And Elf came up on, I think it was HBO Max, and it had said, watch your favorite Christmas classics. And it was like Elf and Polar Express and maybe one or two more that I was like, wow, really? And then Tom and I watched Home Alone (laughs) and it just felt even further in the past than it ever has before because Macaulay Culkin's like a dad now, like an old dad. (laughs) And that's different. Like that is a different thing, but... Hits differently. It definitely does. But watching Elf with her was so fun. Actually, Jane has just started paying attention to the TV when it's on. So whenever like buddy like will ferrell would come on she'd smile and she'd light up and it was so cute just to watch for the first (laughs) time again so before we hop in i have a question for you Devin. it's not randomly generated it's just in my head so scary place what is your favorite and least favorite christmas song oh oh favorite um you know what's a bop what last christmas <gasps> by wham yeah it is a bop is that your favorite <laughs> is that what you're gonna go with it's definitely one of my favorites yeah, for it's sure it's a good one it's a good one uh you go ahead and share your favorite then we'll share okay so my favorite and i'm gonna get some hate for this because like there are people out there who really freaking hate this song for some reason but it's Paul McCartney's simply having a wonderful Christmas time. When I was a child, my parents, I would tell them to play this song like hundreds of times a day in December. And for some reason, Tom hates this song, like hates (laughs) it. So I just play it on blast, obviously, all day long. That's that's my life goal. (laughs) But okay, what is Is it because it's so repetitive? I, I guess that's probably what it is. He's never explained to me why he hates it. But every time I put it on, I'm like, yeah, and he's just like, turn this off. And so obviously I don't. So (laughs) that's awesome. But what is your least favorite? Um, 
I feel like we've answered this one before, but Maybe. I'm happy to announce it again please because do, it's please. just a terrible song. Um, Dominic the Donkey. Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Get the heck out of here. You don't like Dominic the Donkey? No. Uh, oh my gosh. You can't tell me that you're a fan of that song. I think it's hilarious. I mean, I think that it's hilarious that Italians decided that's how they wanted to be represented. <laughs> like I During this holiday season. Yes, I am Italian, and I in no way, shape, or form relate to Dominic the Donkey, but I think it's a hilarious song, and I will listen to it. No. Um, but, okay, so in the vein of, like, those stupid Christmas songs that you just don't want to hear... My least favorite is the hippopotamus song. Do you know what mm, that is? Equally as stupid that as Dominic the Donkey. song, whenever it comes on, I want to punch I something. I want a hippopotamus <laughs> for Christmas. I literally <laughs> want to punch something every single time I hear it. Um, but so that's kind of that with our Christmas music extravaganza what is everybody else's favorite and least favorite Mm -hmm. hopefully we will be hearing from you all around christmas time maybe a little bit after when this comes out um but i'm excited for that um okay so before we get into our questions on buddy and jovi i wanted to do um i guess our quick summary um so this is one of those movies that it's just ingrained, like like I know the summary in my head, so I haven't written anything out. So we'll see how she it goes. She says that a lot. <laughs> I really, really do. It's getting bad. Um, but it's okay. So just thinking about watching it last week. Um, so Buddy is a human that was sort of dropped at the doorstep of the elves when he was a baby. And this is very similar to Santa Claus is coming to town, except mm-hmm. it's supposed to be humorous and it's Will Ferrell, which is hilarious. Um, so he grows up and he's sort of being brought up by uh, Papa Elf. Um, and it's funny because <laughs> you see him sort of even as a young uh, boy, human Um, you see him like growing rapidly and the elf doesn't grow and he's like sitting on his lap and that's just hilarious because he's like way too big. Um, Mm -hmm. Eventually he realizes because some of his talents are different than the other elves around him that he's a human. He hears it, I think, being said by one of the elves, which, spoiler alert, is actually the guy who plays uh, the kid in Christmas Story. The main head oh, elf. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. I do remember hearing yes, about this. Yes, it's like crazy. Um, so anyway, he spoils it. Buddy talks to Papa Elf. He is told his father's like, name and address in New York City. And <laughs> he decides he's going to go meet his father. Now, the elves live in a quite different world. So as you can imagine, the humor in this is watching him... Uh, try to make it in the world when he's got this like child mentality he's like eating gum off the street and like putting maple syrup in his spaghetti and he comes across (laughs) his dad who consequently is on the naughty list um, because he's kind of a jerk and he's not really there for his family and all this stuff so when he tells his dad he's a son his dad promptly takes him for a paternity test and realizes this is true so his father is not the most like forgiving man in the world. So we see, you know, Will Ferrell just being as ridiculously childish as possible in a grown man's body, trying to get along with 
a stuffy old man, which is hilarious. Eventually, um, Will Ferrell meets Jovi at the store. He just decorated because he thinks Santa's really coming. Um, And they're both dressed as elves, so she thinks that he just works at the store too. Um, But eventually, he takes her on a date. She learns, like, he's got, like, this beautiful, like, childish, like, innocent soul. Um, And that's kind of why everyone loves Buddy is because he's so innocent and kind and all of these things. So Jovi learns to love him. His brother, his half-brother learns to love him. And then eventually his dad learns to love him. And we find this out when um, they have to help Santa out in Central Park at the end because he's stuck in New York City. And Buddy gets everyone to chant um, for more Christmas spirit, which eventually gets Santa back home to the North Pole. But Jovi comes back and helps him, and then they, I guess, in the end, get married, have a kid, and it's funny because we get to see them with Papa Elf again uh, (laughs) sitting on his lap when they're way too big for him. So it's quite a funny movie, very heartwarming. Um, And, yeah, so Buddy and Jovi are endgame in this story. So... Wow. That is my summary. Good job. Thank you very, very much. Way to go. <laughs> um, okay, so let's dive into our questions then. Nevin? Um, let's do it. So what is it about this film that has made it such a classic holiday film? You know, I think it's just that it's so cheerful. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so... like. A lot of our Christmas music, Christmas movies right now, um, they have a lot of spirit, but I don't think they also I don't think they also carry along with that spirit, um, like cheerfulness. Yeah. Which Elf has so much I know. joy in it, in the absurdity of it yeah. all. Um, it is so crazy and so out there. My mom actually hates this movie. And really? Why is that? <laughs> she just it's just. She thinks it's this. The comedy is too dumb, um, and I, I I like Will Ferrell, but I agree sometimes that some of the not in this particular movie, but some of his comedy can get kind of um, dumb, stupid dumb. Um, but I love the movie for its absurdity. Yeah, um, I love the <laughs> when he's leaving the North Pole, and there's is it, I don't remember what it is. Who says it? is it in the narwhal? It's like. Good luck, buddy, finding your dad. Yeah, like, there's yeah. just, there's so many like funny uh, moments. Um, and it's also about someone trying to understand the humanity and trying to fit in. And there's so much that, there's so many themes in it that don't necessarily apply to Christmas, but just like a general life that we have to yeah. kind of accept too. So I do think it is. Um, just a cheerful and joyful movie it is and i think that's something that especially at the time it came out was particularly needed um i think there are there is like a whole market for the meaningful like sappy christmas film i mean you Mm -hmm. get that almost everywhere you know miracle on 34th street uh it's a wonderful wonderful life life. this sort of gives yeah and they're all beautiful favorites like i I would say But there is sort of like a need or there was kind of a need for more humorous and not crappy 
like Christmas movies because there are really <laughs> funny Christmas movies that don't really like the Hallmark type that don't really get to the heart of Christmas. But I think that Elf both has a humorous side and there's like a meaning to all yep. that they're doing um, and all that he's doing, even though it's kind of stupid. And I think maybe more we relate to the humor in it because like it's of our generation type humor. Um so I, I know like my parents don't like it either and don't get it. And I think it might just be <laughs> because the humor is a little bit more like millennial branded type. Um, yeah. So I guess it, it does make me laugh. Um, and I'm not the type that really loves comedy either, but I do like Elf because I think that there's like a bigger, broader meaning to it than just like being a funny movie. Yeah, I agree. Cool. So what are the initial impressions Buddy and Jovi have of each other? And how do these impressions evolve over the course of the movie? Yeah, I think their meeting is hilarious. <laughs> In any other film, she would have called the police and like had him like kicked out. Get out of here. Like that he finds her in the showers is hilarious and he's singing along with her. And he, is that their is that their first that moment? Is their that is their first meet? moment that they meet. I looking back, that's what happens. And then she sees him in the store later and she's like, Hey, what were you doing in the bathroom? And what I love is that he's so innocent. Like, he's not in there to, like, take advantage of her. He just hears someone singing, and he's like, <laughs> I'm going to sing along. And it's a Christmas song. <laughs> exactly. So um, that's, like, their first impression. He's obviously mortified, and she's mortified. So they just don't quite get each other. I don't think it's a very good first meeting, but it's hilarious. Uh, um, and then what happens after that? Um, I guess from there, he... His brother encourages him to ask her out, which is really yep. cute because I think that she sees through like the almost stupid, silly. It's not really a facade, but like she sees past that sort of outward impression that he gives and sees mm -hmm. in towards his childlike, like innocent, loving nature. Um, mm -hmm. And she sees that in the way he decorates, in the way that he is taking her out on a date because it's such a unique date. Um, yeah, so I think over unique time... Unique is one word for Unique, it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd be going on a second date, but... Uh, <laughs> so I think that they have a really funny first meeting, and then over time, Jovi's very forgiving and open-minded and just sort of, like, really learns to love Buddy for who he is. Yeah, I agree. Also, hands... Uh, Hands down, a great moment for Zoe De Chanel. Oh, I love <laughs> to it. To be singing, her her voice is really beautiful. I know, I love her. She's one of my um, favorites. It's like kind of classic-y kind of sound. Yep. She's great. Um, but definitely a great moment between those two, and it's very memorable, too, to just mm -hmm. have him <laughs> innocently um, listening in and singing along with her, and then... <laughs> not being ashamed of it and just gushing in the um, innocence of it all. Right. Um, but it definitely is an awkward first mm -hmm. start for these two. Um, there's definitely ice that was quickly broken. Oh, um, yeah. But then um, she sees that his innocence is his best quality. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, but she definitely understands a little bit more about him um 
and his optimism throughout. Um, which kind of leads us to our next piece. Yep. So next here, how does Buddy's childlike innocence and optimism influence Joby's perspective on the holiday season and life in general? He just brings so much joy to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that Jovi is a curmudgeon or like a, a like a sour at has a sour attitude towards Christmas, but she's definitely not embracing it as much as right. <laughs> um, as a uh, as a not normal, but like as a regular um, person would. Um, she knows that it's stressful. She knows that because she works in this industry of the the mall shopping center, and so she she knows all the all the joy also comes with stress and hard work and um, dealing with angry customers and like there's just another side to Christmas as well that she sees and um, it's buddies optimism and joy that gets her to see a little bit more of the spirit of christmas and to gain that season of life back um and even in life in general she understands that um there's joy in the little moments yep like there like you mentioned there um their date is not necessarily a typical date first date and but there's still joy in it and there's um hope and optimism there as well and just accepting the little things and how the little things can surprise us and give us so much energy and so much life Mm -hmm. Um, so i think it's really important for her that buddy's innocence and optimism um are so prominent in his life because it kind of washes into her own as well yep and i think like jovi is not she's not a negative nancy i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that either but you can tell that life's kind of got her down a bit i don't Mm -hmm. know like it's just in her eyes when you first meet her she's not i mean she's a cashier at this rest or this uh department store and she's just not like in the spirit totally and then as she like gets to know buddy a little bit more we see her start to almost become like him in that childlike manner and then at the end she is the first person to start singing when santa needs her help so Mm -hmm. he's restored kind of a childhood mentality back to her life which is beautiful this is the whole point of christmas so Buddy is like not only a good friend to her in this way, but he adores her. So he adores her in a way that a lot of more mature guys just can't do because he's 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 small, like he's a child he, in his head. He's just a kid. So <laughs> he really is. it's it's adorable because there are just sa- some things that like guys will not do because they have like masculine yeah. pride almost of being older, and he's mm-hmm. just not. So like mature. Yeah, he's not yeah. as mature. He doesn't let it get his pride get in the way mm-hmm. of anything, essentially. That's why he was willing to go just meet his dad, barge into his office. Um, yeah. That's why he starts the mailroom on a dancing spree. And <laughs> I love the scene when uh, he is first introduced to coffee and he's like, bleh, 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 I don't like that. And yeah. His dad's like, you don't have to drink it. It's okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't like obviously he's he has a taste bud a sweet sweet for the sweeter side of uh-huh. life um but i think it's just funny that he feels like he has to drink it whereas his dad has to tell him like it's okay you can put it down. right right <laughs> it's so funny um yeah but yeah he definitely introduces the spirit back into a lot of people's lives mm-hmm. which is beautiful cool so how does Jovi contribute to Buddy's understanding of human relationships and emotions? Jovi is a little bit more grounded, a little bit more mature. So what she mm-hmm. does is bring Buddy down to earth a little bit, takes him out of the sky. Um, but she doesn't discourage him from being himself, which is sort of a unique mixture. Um, mm-hmm. She is able to um, help him to understand his emotions a little bit better while not stifling those emotions, which is a big deal. Um, So I consider that a really beautiful type of relationship that they have um, because she doesn't, she doesn't squash his cheer, but she doesn't necessarily lie to him to make him feel better. Like there are some people in this story who have lied to him his whole life, Mm -hmm. telling him he's an elf just so he doesn't feel bad. I don't think Jovi's like that, but I also don't think she's like his dad, who's just like all reality all the time, if that makes sense. Right. She's able to blend the balance between the two. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I I think she definitely helps him understand communication better Mm -hmm. and how to, um, how to communicate words and how to communicate feelings um, effectively Mm -hmm. instead of just instead of just being at this one level of high energy the entire time, how can we work to um, express other feelings and emotions as well? Um, But in terms of human relationships, he's never had many human relationships before. So, um, I mean, coming into New York City, one of the biggest cities in the world with so many people flooding it um especially during the holiday season um it's essential for him to have kind of like a guide to help him navigate these this new realm for him Mm -hmm. and um, try and build relationships with his brother and um his stepmom and his dad and um jovi encourages him and tries to guide him Mm -hmm through these difficult situations. Right. Um, and I think you're right in that she is more level-headed than um, others. She she sees the, the more painful side of the season as well, but also accepts the joy in it in the end mm-hmm. as well. So she has that natural balance. And like you said, her his dad is so grounded and so... Uh, not nicely grounded. Um, so, hmm. what was the term that you used for her dad? Um. Oh, his dad. I'm sorry. He's like too realistic, almost. Like I don't remember yes. the word that I used, but yes. just like doesn't ever spend time dreaming. Essentially, he's always working. Correct. Whereas she kind of has that little bit of balance of both worlds. So uh-huh. I, I think that's that's essential for them and definitely helps 
um, Buddy along the way too. So. Yep. Okay. So what challenges do Buddy and Jovi face in their relationship and how do they overcome them? Uh, one major one is just understanding, <laughs> um, <laughs> understanding boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because he has this childlike mindset that he doesn't understand. Innocent, he, but still inappropriate sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He can't. He doesn't understand how to find that natural balance so she kind of has to like guide him through that mm-hmm. um and not that it's a huge hurdle for them but it's definitely something that catches her off guard and she needs to kind of like walk him through yep. it that wasn't okay Wait, buddy. no bad buddy <laughs> bad buddy um sounds but- like you're talking to a dog almost bad buddy <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, but I think another challenge for them is being able to see eye to eye on all situations. Yep. Um, because they both come from different worlds, really. Um, they um, don't always see clearly because they have a different lens on, um, and their lenses don't always um, meld well together. So um, in working hand in hand they kind of mend that bond it kind of just happens naturally through conversation and through communication and um their budding romance really that kind of allows them to overcome those lenses and those barriers yeah i think you said it better than i could Devin. so i have nothing to add (laughs) get out of here all right um Moving on, how does Jovi's involvement in helping Buddy with his mission affect their relationship and her own personal growth? Well, with his mission. Oh, well, you mean to help Santa in the end? Is that what you're Mm -hmm. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, So I think it's the culmination of what Buddy's sort of been slowly whittling away at, which is like her inability to, well, not inability. He, Finally, she's completely awoken, awakened to the idea that (laughs) there is more to life than work and that Mm -hmm. there is space in life for belief and spirit and beauty. Um, So by the fact that she takes this moment and is the person that saves everything by getting people to sing, um, it's the it's the the, like the test essentially like okay buddy's kind of taught you how to have spirit and faith and believe during this season and have fun this is like the test to see if he's really done that can you do it essentially um and she passes the test she believes in santa in that moment and she helps him get back to the north pole so that's a really beautiful almost like depiction of the change that's gone gone on in her heart since she's met buddy yeah i love that she never judges him for how he acts Mm -hmm. um not that she's always accepting of it but i don't think she ever judges him for not being able to communicate or not understanding that like things that he shouldn't just walk into a bathroom like is she surprised is she angry yes but i think once she sees him for who he is, like she's never, she's never like judging him for his actions. Um, Or 
<laughs> like I feel like she could easily have dismissed him as like autistic or yeah. like and just been like okay I'm done with you right but she doesn't she she sees him for who he is and just accepts him mm-hmm. fully um which then leads into this moment of standing up for what he believes in too right um encouraging that spirit and not just one individual but across many um he helped her and now it's her role to help others experience that same type of spirit and bring that spirit of christmas back to life in so many hearts that can get pretty dark at times Mm -hmm. like the world is the world is not the nicest place so sometimes it's we get caught up in our own little bubbles and it's hard to break free of some of these negative thoughts and negative energies. And, um, it's important to remember that beauty's out there. The spirit of Christmas is out there. Yeah. Buddy helps um, her see that, which is great. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, like you said, it's her test to kind of stand up and pronounce her belief, Mm -hmm. uh, and accept it too. Um, she's the one that really gets it started and gets the whole movement to take place so okay so what are your favorite buddy and jovi moments oh gosh uh you go first well so (laughs) (laughs) i first of all love 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 when he decorates the whole like department store department store i (laughs) I was gonna say because that's the first moment that she's like wait you did this yeah she's like like, impressed by him rather than just like freaked out by him um and i for one think that first of all he does a beautiful job i would love to hire him to decorate (laughs) my house um and it just it shows how much work that buddy is willing to put into stuff um to make it beautiful wonderful special um just like their date, which probably is one of my other favorite things, um, which you'll probably also say because the date is just so cute. Um, but yeah, so probably my favorite moment is when he decorates and she's like, whoa, you did all this? And it's just like a cool moment for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, that decoration is phenomenal oh yeah um and the shower scene although it's awkward like it's it's, it's a great moment for them funny. and we already, i know we already talked about that but that is such a great i i love that song uh i know it's kind of not always beloved by everyone yeah um, but maybe it's cold still, outside yeah um and then um you brought back the the date um the date and i i love that the moment where they're both standing in front of the um standing in front of the wind is it a window yes and there's just the, the light glowing on them um it's a very special moment for both of them um and their awkwardness in or not really i don't really say that she would be awkward but he's definitely 
awkward and picking her mm-hmm. up and just like walking off and then she's like um i guess i'm supposed to just go with you him. Yeah. And, then he, and then he takes him to the best coffee shop in new york yep. and it's just <laughs> it's just like regular asshole it's coffee the, yes but it's like the innocence of these things that really brings to life just how the little things can be so meaningful i just think it's so cute like how she goes along with these things like yeah like she and she like looks at him kind of weird at times but she accepts it and she's also like like her curiosity is peaked too Mm -hmm. like when he's spinning in that uh like um in the the door i forget i don't know what those those doors are called but he's spinning in the door and she's like looking at like he's weird but also like the revolving door yeah the revolving door there and but she's so like also happy to see him in his prime you forget like the childlike wonder that everything used to give you and in in him we kind of see that happening again so it reminds her to like appreciate the world around her yeah, I mean, so much of the so much of the scene is not really it's not one scene, but it's like the entirety of it is her just like watching him mm-hmm. and being in awe of his awe of what's happening around them. And then they go to the Christmas tree and they mm-hmm. they do some skating. Like it's it's, it's just a it's appreciating the little moments is so essential for this day and this day and age where we we're just in constant motion yeah. and forget to just take a moment to appreciate the things that are around us mm-hmm. and have that childlike awe and curiosity in the world. So that's why I love their date, even though it's kind of just a montage of different scenes and clips. Um, it's still I think great. it's, I think it's amazing. Um, is it the most romantic uh, movie? Is it the most romantic scene? No, but I think it's important to recognize that two people from different worlds with different viewpoints can come together and help each other appreciate the little things. appreciate the world mm-hmm. and what's happening around them it's beautiful it's beautiful yes, it is. all right um which one are we moving on to now we talked a little bit about the end the resolution yeah. of the movie um maybe like how do you how do you view their ending like getting together having a baby like how do you do you think that's a good ending for them i don't know if it's realistic right right. (laughs) um but it's cute you know it but it's cute (laughs) yeah i don't know if it's realistic because like maybe yeah it's a Christmas movie. It, it needs to have a Christmas movie ending. That essentially, I don't have too many thoughts on this apart from it's a Christmas movie ending. It's cute. I think what's good that we get to see is that not only was he was he in her world, but she also kind of dabbles. Yes, in his world. I so I agree I that that's that good. there's a little bit of um, mixing of realities, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. But yes, I think it's that cute. is important too. And then bringing in new now that they have both shared these worlds now they are bringing in a new um life Mm -hmm. to experience that all together and that's essentially the key of bringing two things into one yep um so with a special little baby yeah 
But anyway. As you know. Oh, as I freaking know. Uh, but do you want to hop into some just like generic Christmassy questions? Yes, now? please. So let's jump into and then we'll return to this we promise we will finish our episode as always but yeah. we want to ask as it is our christmas episode yeah. or christmas themed episode uh we want to ask some questions yes, about sir. christmas so what's your go-to christmas movie or tv special that you watch every year the year without a santa claus the year without santa That's claus is my which favorite. one is that you know the ice the snow miser and the yes. game miser yes I cannot go through Christmas without seeing that and It's a Wonderful Life. Those are my mm, two absolute I love It's a Wonderful favorites. Life. Yeah. Love It's a Wonderful what Life. What about you, Debbie Dev? Uh, one of our family's Christmas traditions is White Christmas. I love White Christmas. So many so good, good ones. So um, good. But my personal favorite, and I know you don't like it. It's fine. You can <laughs> say it. <laughs> is the santa claus with tim allen um there's something i don't know I, I just that was one of my favorite movies as i was a kid and um you have the nostalgia it, for allen. it yeah the, the nostalgia yeah yes it's great so um, are there any special holiday foods or treats you particularly enjoy um any and all christmas cookies hell yeah <laughs> i second that and i add um, prime rib because that's what we have for prime time. rib <laughs> hell yes i love prime rib um boozy hot chocolate oh yeah add the peppermint schnapps it's delicious yep, yep. um I'm trying to think if there's anything else every christmas morning we usually have monkey bread Oh, you always say the monkey bread. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, which for those that aren't familiar, it's literally just like dough that's been baked into this sauce Cinnamony. of cinnamon and, cinnamon and sugar. Yep. Um, and it's delicious and it you so should good. look it up and you should try it. It is good. So there. I said So it. there. All right. Um, are you someone... Who typically prefers a snowy white Christmas, or are you more of a warmer tropical holiday type of Snowy guy? white Christmas, all day long, <laughs> pine trees, and the snow. If you didn't know, she's actually Lorelai Gilmore yes, in disguise. Yes, we had our first snow yesterday, and it's all gone by now, but it's very, we did not expect it. I was so surprised to see that you had snow on the ground at your place, yeah. which is s more south than me. Mm -hmm. Like. PA, Virginia, I would assume that we would have had the snow, but you had more snow mm -hmm. than, than uh, yes. well, we had a lot of rain. Wait, Devin, you're a snow guy, right? You're not one of these tropical snow people. Guy. No. No? I love a white Christmas. Okay, good, 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 good. I was going to say, Devin, get the heck out of here if you don't like no. white Christmas. Um, <laughs> I remember, I actually remember one, it was probably Christmas Eve at that time. Um, but it was like snowing so bad. We were in a snow squall and I was like, man, I hope we can, uh, make it to our family event because, <laughs> oh my gosh, God bless. getting stranded on Christmas Eve is not the best idea to have. I would imagine not, but, but it was still very pretty and very nice. I'm very glad. But anyway, yeah. I spoiled the next question. So I apologize. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Do you have another question? So the the question was, guys, um, what Christmas carol or song never fails to get you in the holiday spirit? And, and she I ruined, ruined it. it. Um, 
Do you have a favorite Christmas tradition? I think we talked about this last year. Um, I don't. But I will answer this other another song that kind of gets me in the yeah. holiday spirit is, um, what's Kelly Clarkson's one? Yeah, what is that song called? Christmas. Underneath the tree, is that right? Yes, I think so. I think you're That's right. That one. song is a nice. You know what song well. makes me cry is "Grown Up Christmas List." Stop. And what's the other one? Stop. What Christmas means to me, the what Pentatonics about? version. I cry. Right mm-hmm. now. Um, other Christmas song that gets me is "Christmas Shoes." Oh gosh, don't even. <laughs> with the Christmas shoes. I ball my eyes out. I know. Time. Um that one and um the polar express um when they're on the train what's that song hot chocolate not hot chocolate <laughs> that is one that happens on the train but no the boys sing it the best time of the year yeah that one i don't know what it's called but i know what you're talking about that one was always a favorite of mine wow we got devin singing on this episode like i'm not singing i'm just humming i didn't even have to ask stoked uh, but yeah that's a fun one I, I wish I remember what it was let me see if I can find it real quick mm-hmm. don't worry about when it. Christmas comes to town oh that's a good one but honestly anything from uh, the Polar Express soundtrack like the Polar Express is a great song Rockin' on Top of the World uh, hot Believe Hot Chocolate <laughs> these are all great all classics you should put on the Polar say. Express next year that should be the put show the... that you do oh we do our show in October, though, do or it, November. Do it in. We December. can still do a ho- an early holiday, well, early Christmas one, but. Yes, but, Devin, our final question. Our final question: Do we ship it? Yes, I do. Buddy and Jovi are <laughs> innocent and cute, and I look forward to watching Elf every single year. I agree. I I was never fully attached to this movie, but it's grown on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've come to appreciate it more and more for its um, beauty in the chaos and beauty in um, the joy of everyday life. Mm-hmm. That's so, lovely. There, I said it. We love it. Okay, so now you've heard our thoughts. Let's hear your thoughts. So our first comment here is from Mary. How's it going, Mary? And Mary says, I love them. They are such a good couple because they accept each other for who exactly they are. Great. We love to hear it, Mary. And that's so true. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sending it in. The next one comes from my goddaughter, Jovi. (laughs) So I did reach out to them, uh, to her, um, uh, because I know that uh, I'll explain later. So she says, my name is Jovi, but without an E. And I absolutely love that my family watches this movie every year as our tradition. Um, so she was named after this movie. Really? Uh, because Yeah, because uh, they just love it so much. Which comes Aww. to our next quote, our next comment from Jamie. You read uh, it. Who is my cousin, uh, who is Jovi's mom. And she says, this movie was has so many stellar quotes and memes surrounding it, um, which is so true. Um, call me off one more time yes. and like I uh, hope you find your dad uh, buddy it's so great Good luck so there's a there's a bunch of great one-liners um, but she also says this um, 
We love this movie so much, we named our daughter after it, Jovi. So there you go, guys. That is just amazing. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. Special shout out. Special um, shout outs. But yes, anyway, so if you guys are enjoying the podcast or if you have any comments, we would love to hear from you. I know that you probably can't. I'm going in and out, Devin. Sorry, but I'm. it's fine for the recording part. I can hear you. You're good. Okay, good. Um, so if you would like to rate and review, that would be amazing. We'd love to hear from all of you on what you think we're doing well and what we could do better. Absolutely. And if you are so inclined and you want to reach out to us, because we love hearing from you, um, feel free to reach out to us at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, but prom- predominantly um, Instagram, Instagram, because that's where we chat it up. So feel free to reach out to us if you have a question, you have a comment, you have just a heart and want to um, chat about books or movies or whatever. Uh, feel free to reach out to us there. Yeah. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, shippers. We love you. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud <laughs> for all to for hear. For all to hear. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.